Namaste, welcome. I'm thinking of uh, saying a few things about facing difficult situations, crisis situations in life. Because uh, that's what we are now all going through, the crisis situations. this new virus has brought in difficult situations in life so when i like to talk about it it's a serious thing so naturally my voice will be a bit serious and i'm sitting on the beach in agonda and trying to record it hopeful hopefully it will be good so when we are talking about a crisis situation we are not new to crisis in life individual crisis family crisis collective crisis now what we are going through is a collective crisis family crisis uh, also we are all aware individual let us start with individual crisis situations so individually we face lot of crisis situations in life as children we have the big crisis situations as we are small babies small children balloon bursts it's a big thing for us and uh, as we keep growing you know we lose our pen it's a big thing for us at that time it looks a big thing for us if we look back and remember our childhood days our teenage days very small things are really big things for teenagers as we teenagers we were really serious about certain small things so then our parents are some of our no siblings our elder brothers or sisters someone they will tell that oh this is a small thing why are you worried but no this is a big thing for us it's a big crisis but when we grow up and then we look back we see oh it was not so so bad so but that's how it is life if you carefully see at every point of time it is very uh, very serious because we are there Uh, though sometimes some of the philosophers try to tell that we are never in the present moment but actually speaking we are not in the present moment but we are in the present situation we are being carried away by the the incidents which are happening around and uh, we are in our worlds each one of us is the center of our world though we are all sharing a common objective world we are also having our own subjective world to which we are our center this is a very important thing because uh, spiritually we call use two words the creation is called srishti we talk about ishwara srishti and jeeva srishti the objective reality we call it ishwara srishti it's created by the totality the universal intelligence and we also talk about uh, jeeva srishti that is individually we create our own uh, reality that is where uh, all the situations arise the way we interpret as children we have our own srishti as we are growing uh, the our own creation keeps changing our own interpretation keeps changing so we are quite involved with uh, the day to day activities so as teenagers we had our things and then as we grow as middle age we have our own things so it's quite uh, real this is what i am calling as individual crisis 
so when we talking about individual crisis we have many other things like you no know, passing of an exam or failure of an exam or just you know the day the evening before the exam the final examination of our university or an interview or we are giving an audition or uh, crisis situations like a like a relationship related things like you know breakups loss of a job now you know you see because of this uh, new situation people a lot of people are losing their jobs so which in turn will create a lot of stress is when we lose our job we have to think of paying our bills and a lot of things happen so it in turns in turn will create a lot of stress this is what i call as individual stress so we are used to this individual crisis situations then we have uh, the family crisis situations where when someone in our family the main uh, earning member of our family loses the job or falls sick or one of our family members is uh, seriously ill uh, because of some some health issues or one of our family members is uh, depressed or one of our family members is going through some serious emotional crisis so this also is going to affect everyone in the family this is what we call as a family crisis and then collective crisis is like wars we didn't face our generation we didn't see our previous generation like our grandparents or maybe even our parents they have seen the world war 2 and some other wars in their countries different countries they went through different situations economic situations economic crisis there was a, there were different financial crises in the no in a big way in the world so this is what i call as collective crisis now we are all actually before this coronavirus we were all facing the collective crisis in the form of global warming pollution in the world then recession in the economy leading to people losing their jobs so many things so we were all having the collective crisis so we are really speaking if you carefully see we are not new to difficult situations in life a loss of a family member when my mother died it was crisis for me i i don't know at the time what was going on in the world for me it was like my world is collapsing i was attached to my mother and my mother died so it's a big thing similarly you know some people lose their siblings their brother or sister and then uh, sometimes accidents happen and the family the parents uh, they they meet with accidents all these are what we call as uh, difficult situations in life uh, if we carefully observe a lot of difficult situations we undergo so so it's not new to us to face difficult situations So, but each time we go through a difficult situation it's quite overwhelming they are quite overwhelming the situation will be very intense and we get carried away by it and which is of course uh, natural is a part of life we will be affected by what is going on uh, around and inside physically if i am not well uh, if i am having a fever or uh, some other thing it will affect my mood it will affect my thinking because physical and subtle they interact all the time physical what we mean is the body uh, and the subtle that is what i mean by the inner life in the form of our emotions and uh, moods and desires and feelings and values beliefs 
all this is our inner life which is subtle which it cannot be observed by any electronic gadgets so uh, so they interact continuously physical interact with the subtle subtle interacts with the physical so if my mood is not good it's going to produce certain neurochemicals which are not good for the body similarly if there is something not good in the body physically if i eat something not so good or the virus and things like this they affect my body which in turn will affect my moods and emotions so this is how we are being continuously like uh, an interaction of our subtle and physical and physical involves also the external if i am sitting in a room with a lot of uh, pollution lot of smoke i will be affected by the smoke i cannot escape that i am a part of it if you keep garlic in a pot even if you remove the garlic the garlic will uh, the smell will be there in the pot for some time this is what we mean if we are sitting in a room with lot of smoke so we will be affected you may not be smoking but you know you are a passive smoker you will be affected by it uh, so we are not outside the environment we are not outside the totality that's why we are affected by it that's why when people around us are disturbed we do get that disturbance we do get that panic that's what is going on now a lot of people are disturbed because what is going on around we all know so then it which in turn will create a disturbance in our mind because we will pick up pick up the vibes because we are not outside so that's why many times you may be calm and suddenly you will feel uh, something in your gut uh, gripping because that's what is there in the air now the panic and anxiety are there in the air uh, so that's what we call as a crisis situation so the crisis uh, situations if we can maintain peace and balance it's going to uh, affect in a big way so indian philosophy looks at it like this i'm talking purely from the indian philosophical standpoint many people who have not understood indian philosophy they think it is a fatalistic philosophy they think that whatever has to happen will happen it's not exactly like that in indian pure indian philosophy the real philosophy not mixed up with confusions and uh, people talking whatever they want to talk and uh, as if it is the the core of the philosophy i'm not talking of that the pure indian philosophy is that uh, you have to do what needs to be done you cannot run away from the action this is uh, the whole bhagavad gita which is a most important text a lot of people uh, like quote keep quoting it it's actually the whole bhagavad gita it's a teaching between arjuna and uh, the krishna krishna is the teacher arjuna is the student so there it was a crisis situation arjuna was to fight a battle and uh, he wants to run away he wants to run away that's when krishna tries to give him different tools he was not advising him what he is supposed to do but instead he was trying to empower him by giving him different tools and try to understand his situation and solve the problem for himself so this is what is a, also the true teaching of indian philosophy they try to empower you they never try to uh, block you or might never try to make you listen to something but try to understand so in crisis situation so the whole bhagavad gita is set up in a big crisis situation a big crisis situation where arjuna has to fight and has to a big battle where there will be a lot of people will be killed is exactly like you know a battle of the coronavirus for example if i have to face now now we are in a crisis situation 
we are now faced with a crisis where we cannot escape you cannot run away that is what uh, krishna tries to tell arjuna arjuna you can never run away now because you are run away running away also is an action and action will have an outcome so you have to face it you cannot run away so you it's your choice now how you are going to face it that you have freedom facing you have to do you have no escape but you cannot run away there is no choice there but then how you are going to because even if you run away that's running away is going to be an action and it will have an outcome so the whole teaching is set up in a crisis situation so whole uh, indian philosophy is based on trying to teach us how we can maintain balance in a crisis situation and uh, try to understand the crisis situations in a different perspective get different perspectives for the situation if we can look at of the particular situation in different ways it makes a massive difference so in terms of how we will face so the thing is so we have to face so the first point in the uh, philosophical approach to the crisis situations is one we need to do what needs to be done now in this crisis situation like we need to do what needs to be done that is in terms of we need to take care we need to do all that uh, those precautions which people are telling clean your hands protect yourself don't be in the groups be in isolation be alone so this is very good we can look at it in a negative way we can look at it in a positive way we can say that okay now i was never taking time for myself so because i was never taking time for myself now i am being forced to take time for myself so i can stay quiet i can do a lot of things i can do things which i was not doing before i can do things which i would like to do maybe a painting maybe writing something maybe starting a blog maybe starting a website or writing a book or writing an article writing the thoughts or just sitting and listening to music or reading some book or just spending some time with the family members there are so many things which we all like to do along going on long walks or going for a swim and things like that there are many things which we would like to do but we don't get time in life because the life is very fast paced uh, city life or any work life uh, is very consuming so we can look at this just change the perspective instead of looking it is a negative thing that the totality the universe is forcing everybody in the world now it's a very interesting thing because collectively we are all forced to um go into isolation into being alone whenever i used to talk about 24 hours of silence people some people used to object lot of people 90% 95% people used to enjoy but a small percentage used to object to it saying oh it's of no use we would like to do things we don't want to be in an in sort of silence we don't want to uh, how can it how is it possible to be amongst people but at the same time being silent and all that but i tell it's one of the biggest things it's very important we need to give time to ourselves that's what we do every day in our deep sleep every day we go to deep sleep not just because body gets rest but we just want to be with ourselves shut down the body shut down the mind let the body do its job of uh, repairing itself the parasympathetic nervous system functions and let the mind be shut down temporarily so that i can be with myself that's why in deep sleep we don't know anything we don't know about our body we don't know about our gender but we are happy 
we cannot say that we are not happy in our deep sleep so to be alone is not so bad it's uh, there is a difference between aloneness and loneliness if i am feeling lonely that's not so nice but if i am alone and i'm still happy smiling cheerful doing something which i would like to do or just doing nothing doing nothing is also doing something as many times we don't do anything still it is doing a lot so because it's also an action a very uh, powerful action of being just alone uh, enjoying and smiling this in turn will help others uh, everyone around so this is what we will keep in mind uh, so we need to do what needs to be done this is the first aspect of uh, first aspect of this uh, isolation are facing the crisis situations but the second aspect is maintaining peace and balance this is what i was uh, trying to say in bhagavad gita 6th chapter 22nd verse it says yam labdhva cha param labham manyate nadhikam tataha tasmin stito na dukkheshu gurunaapi vicharyate so what am i talking some blah blah in sanskrit no yam labdhva cha param labham is talking krishna is talking about the highest profit highest gain what is the highest gain he says gurunaapi dukkheshu na vicharyate if you can maintain your peace and balance if you can maintain your balance in the face of a big situation a calamity gurunaapi dukkheshu means a big difficult situation na vicharyate if you don't get disturbed if you can maintain your peace and balance in the face of a big calamity understand that you have gained the highest so this is what we are talking about the highest gain uh, so that's what i am trying to say that if you can maintain peace and balance in the face of a calamity a big situation remember you are on the verge of a enlightenment you are on the threshold of enlightenment you are almost gaining something which you can gain now you see in this difficult situation we are definitely collectively humanity across the board all the countries because earlier whenever there were some problems people used to think oh these problems are not for us chikungunya dengue these are all third world problems these are the problems of the third the poorer countries we never we are out out of it but it's not the case now we are all the the the, the virus doesn't look into these things is a living organism like is a living organism is a totality expression of the totality whatever it is collectively we have to go through we nobody knows what are the reasons for the whole calamity now the difficulty we are going through it will we will never know also because even if somebody knows they will hide it the information will never be given to us why exactly this uh, whole thing developed whether it is a biological weapon or it is bio- it is or it's something else it can be is abuse of the animals uh, like no we are eating away all the animals we don't know really i'm not trying to give you any ideas or anything i'm just saying like what things are going on in the social media and all we will never know better not to bother about them either because anyway it's just our imagination why imagine uh, unnecessarily we can one thing is very clear we are going through collectively as a humanity we are going through Uh, difficult situations a difficult crisis situation people are losing their jobs there maybe the scare the fear is quite quite high so in this situation if we can maintain balance 
how to maintain balance that's what we were talking one is do what is necessary what needs to be done and second is try to maintain peace and balance so it's possible it's possible by changing our perspective so how to maintain peace and balance in this situation you change your perspective it's possible you look at it in a different way this is a part of the expression of the totality so we can look at it as dif- uh, in a, a slightly different way if you carefully look at it last 100 years there were so many calamities so many crisis situations first world war great depression and then the second world war and lot of small wars a lot of countries got uh, um, uh, divided lot of countries got broken down ussr used to be one now they became so many small countries yugoslavia ki was was yugoslavia was one and then they became so many four or five countries if you see there if you see look around there's so much of crisis the latin american countries used to be so good and their economies have gone down significantly mexico brazil venezuela so many so much of turmoil around if you carefully watch the 911 or no in india we had lot of situations so all these difficult situations if you carefully observe individually family wise and collectively we have to remember that we are not new to this and above all we will all will die one day and uh, we have to face it our near and dear ones depart us my mother died my father died and many family members many close friends many fam- people have left the world it gives lot of pain but then it's a part of the reality so understand the reality you cannot deny the reality we cannot live in denial we have to live in acceptance we have to live in understanding that we cannot avoid the whole thing facing the reality you imagine just think of this simple thing you know at the, at the 10 o'clock in the night you drink espresso coffee double espresso and you think that you will just sleep coolly it's not possible it's against the law of the nature if you drink a strong coffee at 10 in the night you will wake up for at least up to 1 o'clock or 2 o'clock in the night because that's what the nature of the coffee is there are that is what we call as dharma dharma is the nature certain things are natural if i eat some food which doesn't suit me i will have stomach upset if i drink alcohol it will affect my body so certain things cannot be denied let us not live in denial when we fall in love we feel good because that's what will happen when you fall in love your nice good hormones uh, happy hormones are released and physically you will feel good mentally you will feel feel good everything looks wonderful you will have tremendous strength to face the world your immunity will improve and similarly whenever there is a breakup we don't feel so good we feel unhappy we feel uh, our platelet count will go down our immunity will go down our breathing will be affected this is this is the part of the dharma we call it dharma the laws of nature we cannot uh, wish away the laws of nature we have to face them so now we have to learn to face crisis situations probably this generation our generation this is a crisis situation of the generation the previous generation they had a crisis situations of the world war 2 so millions of people died so if you are lucky enough you would have interacted with your grandmothers or some people who escaped the the concentration camps or in india we escaped some famine famines and other things drought i interacted many times with my father 
थ्री इयर्स बिफोर ही डाइड ही वॉज नाइन्टी फाइव ही फेस ही वॉज इन द सेकेंड वर्ल्ड वार ही वॉज ही सीन लॉट ऑफ अप्स एंड डाउन्स एज कलेक्टिवली ही यूज टू डिस्क्राइब इट वॉज अ जॉय टॉकिंग टू हिम हैड ट्रमेंडस एनर्जी एट नाइन्टी नाइन्टी टू ही यूज Uh, he used to ask me questions if i am going out somewhere he was so inquisitive so curious which even our 40s my brothers were never interested whereas my father was so curious he will ask 150 questions and he will attentively listen because he faced crisis situations he looked at looked at them in a different way that brought in tremendous energy into his life he never became cynical he never became uh, low energy that was something which was always inspiring me so he was never greatly spiritual he was not interested in inquiring about you know what is spirituality and all but he had the spirit of uh, uh, a sort of a spirit of uh, newness spirit of learning spirit of uh, living so he definitely understood one very important aspect of life because life is about living life is about uh, relating and loving i call because more than 24 uh, years 25 years i have spent full time trying to understand life i had lot of insights what i understood was that if i have to summarize in a very brief way life is about living relating and loving so we need to live that's the purpose of life or the meaning of life we all have hope that we will live tomorrow that is beautiful there is nothing wrong in it but same time we also are prepared we are not denying the reality we may have to leave one day we will leave it doesn't matter why should we be afraid of suffering or uh, leaving this world every night I, when i am going into deep sleep i am leaving the world temporarily i am leaving the world i don't mind so i am sleeping i am leaving my body on the bed and i'm happy about it uh, going into deep sleep temporarily i'm switching off but i hope to come back and continue so life is about living not scared about uh, situations about difficulties this one and second is about relating if we stop relating then there is no meaning in life uh, some people they are scared of facing people they don't want to meet people they don't want to talk to people so they have to understand that even if they don't talk to people they have to relate to their environment they have to relate to the uh, animals around birds around some people don't uh, cannot relate to people then they have a, their dog they have their cat so you have to relate relationship is uh, unavoidable relationship with the nature around environment around uh, so it cannot be avoided and of course people around our own family members friends colleagues so we can never avoid so life is about living and relating and loving if there is no love there is no life love is the essence of life atmanastu kamaya sarvam priyam bhavati love is the basis of life we love ourselves and then we love everyone else around because love is there inside there is there it's the nature of the self so we have to keep this in mind and in this deep crisis situations we have to remember some of these aspects probably i will post a few more podcasts about the facing crisis situations and maybe take up a few more examples and give the perspective of the philosophy so what we say is it's possible to maintain peace and balance amidst extreme crisis situations in my next podcast i will talk a little bit about the enlightenment of buddha enlightenment of jesus 
so that's where you can see and also a few more enlightened masters where they had they faced extreme crisis situations but they maintained absolute peace that led to their enlightenment so that's why now we all as collectively are going through this difficult situation in the world let us maintain peace and balance cheerfulness smile is our birthright uh, try to put a timer and now and then like they are advising you to wash your hands three times a day uh, no not three times so 20 times a day 20 seconds each time and they are advising you to drink more water all that that's wonderful do that so i personally advise you smile 3 minutes at a time at least 5 6 times a day so set a timer 3 minutes and then just smile if you can do it alone or if you can do it with your partner or with someone else we don't need reasons to smile smile is our birthright joy is our nature uh, whether we are here we are not here it doesn't matter let us smile so set a timer at least four or five times a day this is also like a prescription along with other things so if we can smile and then we can maintain cheerfulness and joy in whatever we are doing five six times a day if be practice smiling practice cheerfulness along with other healthy habits then you see how it's all going to change so we will all face this uh, difficult situation together so 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 i love you so om I'll come back soon. Om Shanti Hi, Shanti Hi, Shanti Hi.